is happening you crazy sexy people how are you man i missed you guys thanks for letting me take the week off little spring break little fun all sorts of goodness you gotta love it when you get to take a little kid to uh the wonderful world of disney and uh watch her just spend some time and and uh just the the amazement that it is uh so in all that happiness and all that joy and everything that's going on one how are your allergies? My sidewalk, my blue sidewalk. I'm painting a little front of the house, blue sidewalk. It's green from pollen. It's crazy time here in Austin, Texas. So if you're wondering if I sound a little nasally or anything, uh, there's, a, there's a real, real reason for that. And that is, uh, well, it's uh, awful allergy season. So you might hear me sniffling. You might hear me doing some stuff. You're like, well, what's going on, buddy? I'll tell you what's going on. Allergies, champ. Allergies. I'm addicted to Afrin. Some people sniff cocaine. I'm just shooting up Afrin all day long, all day strong, just so I can breathe without my mouth and lips drying out. It's absolute insanity. What are we doing today? Well, we're doing You Might Be a Killer. You Might Be the Killer. So this, it's, this should be fun, right? I mean, listen, we're going to go campy. We're staying with a little bit of the horror theme. I know you guys, uh, we're, you're so happy we're done with the human centipede thing. I'm so happy we're done. You, you just, you can't even remotely begin to understand how happy I am that we're done with that nonsense. Uh, it was funny. We, <laughs> I had dad doesn't know about this podcast reach out. He's like, I'm kind of freaked out that you're watching these. <laughs> You know, I can't bring myself to watch him. Hey, man, I'm watching him on mute. Still terrified, Dad. But I love you, and I, I appreciate you listening. I also want to give a little quick shout-out as we get into this movie to our new listeners in Brazil, United Kingdom, uh, Tamara Dimitro. Thanks, NURPS, and Naza Abalor. I don't know. I, I, for, listen, pronunciation, not my thing. Big shout-out to all the people in Tucson, Arizona. And in Wiley, Texas, you guys going crazy. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. So uh, you might be the killer. Yeah, let's let me see here. Where, where are we at on this? We're about two minutes in. Um, this has Allison uh, Hathaway. Uh, you guys might uh, know her from I don't know a lot of different fun fun movies. That's right. Okay. Uh, but let's see. She's the camp counselor suffering from memory loss suddenly finds himself surrounded by murder victims and turns to his horror movie enthusiast friend for help. So this is if you took camp counselors and then brought the people from Scream in and had a good time with that. I think that's where you get that. 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, which seems pretty nice. 
that seems uh, like a uh, like a like a good run for for them. Uh, you know, we've got Allison Hannigan in here. We've got Franz Fran Kranz, Brittany S. Hall, Jenny Harvey, Patrick R. Walker. That's a that's a fantastic name. Uh, we got you know. Listen, this is this is going to be a good one. You know, you've got the plot words, the key words that you pull up here are slasher, mystery killer, violence, summer camp. <gasps> And guess what? There is no such thing as a campy movie unless you have a, wait for it, da 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 a little bone down, throw down, a little sex scene. And they got those. So, that's what we're doing, party people. We're doing this. So, um, we're, this looks like it takes place back in the day because our, our horror movie buff is working at a, at a video store. Uh, she's got a cordless phone with the antenna straightly pulled out. Our, our, Alleged killer covered in blood looks a little freaked out. Don't blame him. I'm a little freaked out of how much blood he's covered in. She's in overalls drinking coffee at God knows what hour. It seems like at night. Do you guys drink coffee at night? I used to. Caffeine doesn't affect me. I think the way uh, a lot of a lot of people, right? So we do the countdown. What I like is they open up and they're like, how many dead counselors are there? There's a lot. There's a lot. Then you're covered in blood, calls, oh my gosh, what's going on? You just got to imagine what's happening. And then it goes back to dead counselors and it goes from a lot and it counts down to zero. And we get to get into the beginning of exactly how all of this happened at Camp Clear Vista. Did you guys, uh, did your parents ever send you off to summer camp? Uh, you know, you've got, let's go to the camp counselors. We've got Carol, seems fun, sleeveless shirt, uh, sweatshirt. We have Ted iPhone in the mouth. You're going to have to take that away from him for sure. Can't have phones. Come on now. Come on. Steve, the kayak king. Love you, Steve. In your denim shirt. Ooh, yeah, Steve. Get some. I like your style, Steve. You look like a camp counselor. We're going to get back to camps in just a second. I'm going to tell you guys some stories. But first, let's get through the intros. Now we have Drew. She's our. She's the pretty one. She's going to get murdered for sure. Uh, she's got a few dare wear short shorts in there for short shorts. We have Alice and Heather, which uh, seem to be the more uh, down-to-earth ladies. Uh, and then we have, ooh, we have a sultry lady that our head counselor, who might be the killer, is just rolling up a little, a slight sleeve. Amani, Amani, gorgeous. Good job, Amani. Very pretty. Like your style. You know, you've got to, uh, yeah, oh, Allison's like, oh, I can't believe this. Jeans aren't too tight. Short shorts, of course, but not new, not too tight like the last gal. Freddie, complete dick, and uh, wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And, uh, you know, Amani's a little uh, little pissed. She has to give up her phone. But, uh, Amani, it's going to be okay. All right, and don't forget your shirt, Amani. Come on now. Be a team player, Amani. Be a team player. That's all I'm talking about. And then you have Brad. Uh, the, I love that they call this guy Brad, right? Uh, African-American guy. And he's just got the whitest name in the world. Brad. My name is Brad. But, you know, that's just that's a little play on words right there. He's got a little stuff going on. Uh, oh, uh, Amani. Amani's just taking her clothes off in front of all the other counselors uh, just to put her other shirt on. Okay, Amani. Well, you do you, boo. You do you. And, you know, you're um, attractive like that. I guess you can... Let me tell you something. If I had, if I was physically gifted with, uh, you know, not that me, Jamie, Jamie in her overalls, she's cute, hometown girl, very nice. There you go, Jamie. Uh, but no, I mean, 
I would probably run around half buck naked as well, that's for sure. Uh, but I've got I've got a dad bod, and I like beer. So these uh, these things strike against you, if you will, uh, when stuff comes up. So you know, there you go. All right, so camp. Did you guys go to camp? I don't know. I, I did camp. I didn't go to regular camps. I didn't go to like a camp Winnetaka or whatever it was in meatballs, and they're you know skiing and. You know, there's archery and knife th uh, hatchet throwing and, you know, learn to make your own bullets. And no, I went to uh, I went to church camps, which are way worse than regular camps. I did a winter church camp up by Glacier National Park, did a summer church camp up by Glacier National Park uh, each year. So my parents would get rid of me for like 10 days, right? Get in a bus and drive up there. You know, I was younger uh, as I got older, you know, especially when you're... Um, not from a uh, you know particularly affluent or, or middle class upbringing, you know, or even middle class kids. I don't know, you know, it could just be work ethic. Uh, I just had to work. So, you know, uh, but prior to me working in the summer and earning money, uh, I was I would be sent off to camps, and we were poor, but uh, the church paid for me to go, and that was very nice of the church. It was very sweet of them to uh, to cut a check to make sure that I could go to these camps, and you know, it was a little more of religious fervor, I guess, and and. It's an interesting thing, one, to send your kid away at any age for a certain period of time. Just be like, get out of here. Like, you drive me nuts. Just get out of here. Right? It's summertime. Just get on your bike. Ride around all day. Mom's got to make you dinner. Who cares? But that was always interesting to me. Uh, two, on the religious side of things, it's always interesting to take young kids and, and send them off for a certain period of time. It, and only because it seems like, uh, you know, what angles are they teaching? Right. What, what, what are you going after? And then and then what's really happening at these camps? So at the older kids, of course, you know, they had the rules. Let's see, there were seven days. But for the first day, you could talk to the girl. The second day, uh, you could hold pinkies. And, you know, then you got up to day six of holding hands. And then on the seventh day, you could give a kiss goodbye. And then it was all done. The, re the camp relationship was done. Uh, for the older kids, that's just kind of what they did. Uh, for us younger kids, we watched the older kids do that. And of course, you know, as you sneak out at night and you're running around the camp and you're staying up late, you're not getting a lot of rest and you're eating shitty food. And then you're getting indoctrinated with whatever, you know, at this time it was the Assemblies of God Church. So that's for those of you that don't know, that's the real Pentecostals. Those are the, the, the tambourines, white people of tambourines speaking in tongues. If you don't know what that is, just go ahead and YouTube that bad boy and uh, it'll wake you right up. That'll get you uh, excited about life, the old... Uh, the uh, speaking in tongues bit. Uh, it's not a bit. I shouldn't call it a bit. It's not like they're trying to do a comedy show. It's a religious thing. And, um, you know, I listen, it's, I think there's aspects of, of all religions uh, that as a young child, you should just embrace, right? Be kind to one another. Uh, love thy neighbor as yourself. Take care of the poor and the elderly. Take care of those in need, right? Um, don't live outside of your means, you know, um, have, have respect for the earth and, and the people around you. And then as, as you get older, that's when you can start, you know, that, that's when you should start going to church camps. You should start going to church camps when you start getting more skeptical about life. When you start asking more questions. You know, it's, I mean, I get why they do church camps for young kids, right? Because you don't want them asking questions. You want them having blind faith and going out there and they got the sign in the street corner, you know, uh, God loves you. And if you don't love him, you're going to burn in hell. Or you're a baby, you know, standing outside the, they never understood this, right? They're standing outside the abortion clinic and they got the sign of, you're a baby killer. 
Why are you wasting your time, effort, energy standing outside when you don't know what happened to this person and why they're driving up, whether they just had sex one night, like, but get rid of another one, or you know, they're, they're financially or whatever it may be, they think they can't have this kid, so they're, they're uh, having an abortion. Why wouldn't you set up a shop right next door and just say, hey, before you go in there, come over here. Come over here and ask them, hey, why are you doing this? What's going on? Okay, well, you know what? I got these 20 families and in nine months, they'd love to adopt your kid and they'll pay you and the church will take care of you and we'll give you counseling through this whole thing to make sure that you're taking care of mentally and physically on everything that's happening. Why wouldn't you take those aspects? Because then you're gonna have to really love and care for people. And it's harder to love and care for people than it is to indoctrinate an eight-year-old to hold up a sign that says you're a fucking baby killer. These are the crazy things that camps, that church camps do. Now, of course, this movie, they're not at a church camp. And I never really went to a real camp. I only went to uh, church camps, so I don't know what's going Oh my goodness, someone's dead. So I don't know uh, how much fun these other camps could have been. You know, sneaking beer in. I mean, I, I could say that college was like a real camp. College is almost like a real camp, right? You've got you've got kids. You have um, that, that are kind of running. You, you have you have adults that are teaching classes. You have the, the big kids. Your parents have sent you away for four years instead of four days or a week, right? They're like, get out of here. And then the summertime, you get a job. But in that period of time, you get to go hang out. You get to run around. You get to have fun. Uh, you get to meet other people. You get to meet the Imanis of the world, just these beautiful, beautiful people physically. Then you get these beautiful people emotionally and mentally. And then you get the hybrid of just straight up beautiful people all the way around. And listen, I'm not here to judge Imani saying she's not a beautiful person. We're watching this movie on mute. For all I know, she's a goddamn scholar. She's just quoting Nietzsche throughout this whole thing. And she loves everybody. But we just have to run off mute and just assume that there are some beautiful women that are as, as shallow as shallow can be, and there are some beautiful men that are as shallow as shallow can be, and then vice versa. And then there are some beautiful people that have depth that you've never seen before, from their soul, to their heart, to their eyes, to everything. Beautiful, beautiful depth. So, booyah. Let's keep going. So camp, you know, so, so if you send your kid to college, it's like sending them to camp, except for you've got booze, sex, uh, if, it's a Christian, if it's a Christian college, You've got booze and then just blowjobs and anal uh, because you don't want to pierce the, the vajayjay and Heavenly Lord above doesn't, doesn't like that. But he doesn't mind the back nine and no one's getting pregnant playing the back nine, right? Or getting pregnant, giving, getting a blowjob. It seems like, you know, once in, in patriarchal society, right? It, it, uh, <laughs> it's like, as long as the guy's enjoying himself, we're good. And it's, it's a horrible thing to say, but it's, it's very true. When you look at the premarital aspects of what the, uh, the Christian folk try to get away with, whether it's at camp or at college or anywhere else, what do they, try, what do, they do? They do these things. They, uh, they, they, it, it's all geared towards what can I get? What can I get away with? What's my win? Where do I? All those. So you, know, you, you got a question. You really have to question where the angle is and where the teaching is that this keeps getting perpetuated throughout. I mean, it's still happening. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta wonder, but there's, there's, there's that soapbox and let's, let's get off that soapbox. Let's have some more fun with this movie. So someone's dead. The uh, van that they're going to drive away with uh, spoiler alert, horror shocker. That's right. It is not running. 
Uh, it's broken. So you've got, you know, listen, they're just trying to figure this out. Now they've dug a pit. They've put some spikes in it in case someone's running along. I have a feeling someone uh, in their group is, that's going to happen to. Not necessarily them. Uh, that's, that's the other crazy thing when you do this, you know, mid-teen, early 20s, Lord of the Flies, put you out in the woods and let's see what's going to go on. Um, ooh, ooh, our counselor is, uh, is, is having some memory issues and bam! There is someone who just stabbed him. Oh, 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 he's no, well, guess what? We know our camp counselor, head guy is not the killer. And this, ooh, sweet baby Jesus just cut her throat with some, he's kind of got a Jason mask and waking up with blood in your face. This is, I'll take Wildly entertaining, people. If you're not watching this right now, wildly entertaining as he is now, he's, his first place burnt down, his first hideout burnt down, he's hiding a new place. Still got blood all over his face. That's got to smell weird. Remember smelling dried blood? Got that metallic smell. And I'm assuming that other people's blood, just like other people's farts, might smell a little different. They all stink. But, you know, they smell just a little bit different. And I would go with the fact that uh, it's a little bit different. A little bit. And also, I'd like to say, is, is give my 10 cents on this, uh, Allison's doing this whole movie by herself just talking into a phone. That's all she's doing, which is, it's, that's pretty fascinating if you think about that, right? So think about the fact that you're, you know, the other actor, what, what, he's got people around him, he's covered in blood, he's running, he's hiding, he's on his cell phone, but as he's telling the story, he is engaging with other actors, right? Uh, she's not. She's in a movie. There are people walking around her, but there's not engagement. Her engagement is solely one-sided on the phone. Hey, Academy, are you listening? I'd like you to try to figure out what it means to only talk into, the, into a microphone or into a telephone. Ooh, oh man. Some weird, weird, it's, it's like a knife thing that he got from the killer. Uh, it's like they took an alligator skull and they cut it in half and they put a big blade in between it. And then you got teeth on each side of the blade and that's what he's holding on to and it's covered in blood as well. These are things you wipe down and let go or just pour bleach over, especially over the handle. But pour bleach, wipe down, let go. It's oh, a good song name, Wipe Down, Let Go, or a good band name. If you're sweaty, if you're a super sweaty person, if you sweat at the drop of a hat, Wipe Down, Let Go is, uh, that's, that might be your jam right there, the old Wipe Down, Let Go. I don't know. Uh, ladies, question for you. What's with this choker face? Super, super interested in what's going on in uh, the choker phase. Why you got these things so tight around your neck all of a sudden? It's just interesting to me. Uh, also, as children, and I, I have a child, and we have all been children at one point in time, camps had them, they, the camp I went to had them, uh, prisons have them, uh, the prison that I've seen on television uh, through the Discovery and Nat Geo behind bars and, and your buddy in cell block C. Uh, What's our fascination outside of just making space easier? What is our fascination as a country or as a people or as a global group? What is our fascination with bunk beds? What the fuck is going on with bunk beds?
Seriously, what is our fascination with bunk beds? So I don't know. None of us know. Don't worry about it. I mean, it's not a pop quiz. It's just a real question. I'm just wondering, what, what is it about bunk beds? I don't get it. I mean, I get for space saving, I get it. But everyone's rocking the bunk bed, man. Uh-oh. Homeboy found the mask. He found the mask. So we had the killer walk up, stab someone. Oh, it's like Groot. If you put Groot and Jason from um, from Friday the 13th in a mask, like had them, had them joined together, that's what you've got. That's exactly what you have. You have Groot. Groot. Dead Counselor, six. Six dead counselors already? Goodness gracious. We've had three. Now we're up to six. This is a killing spree. This is nothing but a brutal killing spree. Nothing but a brutal killing spree. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, what do you do here? What do you do, party people? I'll tell you what you do. Play your cards right. If you are Groot meets Jason, which means you're killing people in the woods. Oh, just hacking him as he lays, as he's upside down. Oh, that guy's already dead, and now you just got his intestines coming out? Good Lord. Dead counselors, six, still. Still killing this one guy. I am, I'm gonna have to crack open a beer party, people. Uh, we're gonna try a new one today. Let's take this moment to say to my friends at Independence Brewery, out there, We've given us beer for this podcast in the past. God bless you guys and gals who are working hard and making those hops and grins dance on my tongue. Woo! Oh, the sweet rhythmic dancers. Mmm, flavor town. Here we come. So, let me uh, grab a beer and then pop it open and let's, uh, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun, party people. Here we go. And we're going to take a pause that you're not even going to recognize. Guess who's back? Back again in a, in a moment of, of silence that you didn't even know happened. We stepped away momentarily for what? Independence. A beer. My friends at Power, at my friends at Independence, um, thinkers and drinkers, love that tagline. Oh, man. How are you not? Oh, I got We got to make some phone calls after this. I'll tell you that much. So. You guys know about Power and Light from Independence. Beautiful silver can, beautiful. This one is black, yellow. I'm gonna, we'll take a picture of it, we'll post. Um, but this is, uh, this is amazing. Power and Light Session IPA, 12 fluid ounces, beautiful new can, love the look. Uh, we're looking at, uh, let's see here, we are looking at 5.3% alcohol, so not crazy, right? Probably low IBU, because it's a session. This is fantastic. All right, so there's 26 grams of protein. Are you kidding me right now? 106 carbs, 148 calories. This might be why I'm fat. Drink too much beer. Let's uh, let's pop this bad boy open and get ready for the Kraken. There it is. Oh, let's try it. This guy's covered in blood, talking to his friend, wondering if he's murdered all of the camp counselors. There's still six dead. What are we going to do? Oh, Amani's dead? Come on, you motherfuckers. Just killing the good-looking people off. You know, it's such a dick move. I'm mad now. Hold on. Beer time. Mmm. Oh, that is delicious. If you are in the Central Texas region, get yourself a little Power and Light Session IPA. 
fantastic Sam's. Not just a place to get your hair cut, but a style and an attitude that'll serve you right. Bam! What do you think about that, son? I think that's amazing. Uh, so, and we got the kayak master. He's going to get out there and uh, kayak it up. Good for him. Uh, have you guys gone kayaking or, or whitewater rafting? We used to do that. Uh, my dad figured out a way to reverse the vacuum cleaner, right? So instead of sucking the air in, it was blowing it out. And uh, we'd fill up this, we got this raft from a friend. I don't know, they gave it to us because it had holes in it. And he patched it up. None of this sounds safe because none of it is safe. He had a cooler full of Budweiser. And uh, we would do whitewater rafting. Yeah, whitewater rafting. I'm a kid, fifth grade. Fifth grade, maybe sixth grade, for sure fifth grade. We would go and hit these whitewater rapids. Just my dad, my mom, myself, and my uh, stepsister. Oh, bro, just making out with Amani. Our, our, our maybe serial killer just got done giving old Amani a little smooch or smooch. You listen, sir. Don't you, don't you CEO this to this, to this young, young lady here, okay? Don't you do that, sir. You don't do that. You don't, you don't kiss the, the people that work, you know, under the, uh, the corporate structure, as, I, as, as you say. Don't, uh, don't kiss them. No, no, you don't. Mm-mm. Say what you do do. You have a do-do. <laughs> Poop jokes. Uh, you have another drink of beer. Oh, hold on a second. Before we have this drink of beer, our, uh, our kayak counselor has a man bun. Let that sink in real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A man bun. And it looks like he's got man tits. Small ones. Looks like he maybe had some weight and then lost a lot of weight, but he's still got the boobies. He's got a little flappers. Townhouse flappers, if you will. I don't know. We will find it up. Oh, go up and went for the kiss and got shoved in the lake. That's right, son. That's right. Don't you go making up. Don't go. What did TLC say? Don't go chasing waterfalls. You stick to the streams and the rivers you're used to. Well, he went to go chase a waterfall, and that waterfall was Amani, and she threw him in the Mava Lake. Bam! What's up now, son? You're all wet. You got your death group mask that met Friday the 13th, Jason. You're running around and Imani is dead. And what are you going to do now? Nothing. Are you going to burn that mask? That seems uh, like you're hiding evidence now. And you shouldn't be hiding evidence. These are the rules. You just got a lighter? What is it? Covered in gasoline? No. It's not going to light on fire, asshole. You need, to, you need, you need something to, to get it going. Oh, shit. What the heck is going on with this guy? It's like he lit the mask and then his face started to hurt. What does that tell you? Well, that tells you a couple things. He might be psychologically linked to the mask or what he might be seeing as the mask is actually just a reflection of himself. <gasps> Woo! Hold on a second. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're playing a game. To see now, what if what if in this in this fun little game that there that this fun little movie of ooh you might be the killer. What if it's less about what he's doing, but it's more about internally who he is, what he's seeing, 
versus the masks that we wear that hide who we are because we don't want people to see who we are. Are you wearing a mask? Have you done the psychology 101 class? Are you wearing a mask? What's your mask? Is your mask happiness, fake happiness? Is it joy? Is it is it bougie booze? Is it conversation? Are you a Fabergé egg on the outside, wildly charming and engaging and wonderful and got people asking questions and doing things and, and, and engaging you in different ways, but on the inside, you're a scared little tiny, tiny quail egg? Little tiny quail egg, nothing, any any little whew, little breeze and you crack open, you crack up in too hard and your yolk breaks. Are you a quail egg inside a Fabergé egg? Or are you a quail egg outside of a Fabergé egg, looking fragile and scared and don't want to talk to anyone, but in reality, <laughs> man, if your light could shine, you would be the Liberace of eggs. What happens there, hmm? What do you think? Now what you have to wonder is because he lit that mask on fire and it hurt his face. What if he broke that mask with a hammer? Would it break his face? Fair question. No real answer. But you do have to think about the idea of what are you hiding? What's behind, what mask is behind you? When you take the mask off, who really are you? And honestly, you should ask yourself this question. Who, who are you really? Right? Um, are, you, are you the person you present to everyone else? Does anyone really want you to be open or vulnerable or honest that is that's the other part right is that you have to you really have to ask yourself it's not so much it's, it's not only about the mask that you might be wearing or the lack of vulnerability or honesty that you have across the board and everything that you do that is inconsequential sir ma'am it really is because you also have to think about the people around you in your world and in your life should you open up to them does it make any sense to open up to them what does that look like? Eh, fair question. What does it look like? Because the hard pause there is because of the hard pause for you. You, you just, you really have to take a step back and think for one moment in time. You really do. There you go. One, am I wearing a mask because I'm hiding something? Or A, am I wearing a mask because it's not worth it for me to share with the people around me who I really am and be open, honest, and vulnerable? And if that's the case, you're probably hanging out with the wrong motherfuckers. Now, I'm just saying, you're probably hanging out with the wrong people. And why? Why are you hanging out with the wrong people? That's up to you to decide. Go because it's easy. Listen, hanging out with the wrong people that don't actually want to get to know you, that just want to drink, talk, superficial, 30,000 of you, make fun of Trump, support Trump, do this, do that, whatever, go watch a movie, fine, that's okay. It is. But does that help you grow? Does that help you be a better person in any way, shape, or form? Drink time. I mean, I would argue that it doesn't. I would say that you're just taking it easy on yourself. There's nothing, you know, that they, they, I heard this, uh, this story right about how, how crabs grow and what they do and they uh, you know they get they get too their shell gets too tight and they have to break away from the shell and then a new ectoskeleton grows around them and uh you know it's 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 a struggle growth is struggle and pain it just is and in that struggle and in that pain is where you find your growth and if you're not growing if you're not challenging yourself to grow if you're not doing those things listen man Oh, shit. Whoa. That guy got his head just split open and in half and brain flew everywhere. Ugh.
nasty. And I guess the girl's being drowned? That seems, it seems like so much more intimate and aggressive than it does to just swipe the, the, the machete and, and cut a guy's head in half. Is to, to, to let someone drown. Goodness gracious. I don't know, man. So dead counters, two, three. We, we did six. Now we're at one, two, three. So interesting. Now, this movie really bounces around a lot. That's okay. It is a-okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say you got to find some new friends. Find some new people. Be yourself. Be open and honest. Let them know where your pain is, where your joy is. Let them push you, challenge you, direct you in different, in different areas of your life. Make you be better than who you are. Right? You got to be better than who you are. You got to try to be better than who you are. Hold on one second. In the vein of your mom's house, a little burp. That probably drives some people crazy. Sometimes that drives me crazy. I love that podcast. I love your mom's house. They are great. Uh, you know, um, YMH, Rogan. Uh, you know, they, listen, they're all great. They, they really are. But those guys, bam. The, the, the burping can sometimes, it's like, okay. Okay, but then sometimes you got to burp, like right now. Because I'm just slamming back this Session IPA, power and light. I'm watching you. That doesn't make any sense. I'm drinking you, power and light. Uh-oh. Big guy, right in the snack chest, dead, stabbed, and a young lady with a flashlight. What is she going to do? We're at dead counselors one, two, and three. We got a fourth dead counselor. Looks like we're gonna have a fifth dead counselor uh, right about now in the kitchen. Uh, it, was, it was funny. Uh, hold on one second. God damn it. So I, uh, Southern California, I'm hanging out. I get to meet up with my good buddy Reese. Great guy. I had so much fun with him. So much fun. Now, you know, I got to see his wife again, Kim, who uh, I was in their wedding. Uh, yeah, humble brag. Uh, <laughs> he's, got, he's got four kids. I got to meet three of them, which was pretty awesome. Uh, they were a lot of fun, and then uh, we had three dogs, and there's four kids. Got to meet three of the kids. We we made pizzas out on the grill, which was which was super fun. We drank some beers, had a good time, but we were talking about uh, our, our time in college. And one of our times, oh good lord, he just slammed her head into a door. Yeah, ah, nasty motherfucker. Her lips are kind of closed, and it looks cold, and there's um. I don't know. Oh, it's just the head's gonna come off. Head's gonna come off. Okay, okay. We we've got we got the pictures. A lot of slamming. A lot of slamming. But we recently were talking about uh, back in the day when we were at uh, college together. You know what it was like going to a small private school, and there was a security guard there that we both knew. And one time when he was in my dorm room, I uh, I may have lifted his keys off of him. All of the keys for campus. All of campus. And one of the things that we did, which was a lot of fun, is we'd break into the cafeteria late night. Now, there wasn't a, uh, a murdering camp counselor killer out there that was wearing a, um, a mask that's, that's the combination of Groot and Jason, right? We've gone over that quite a bit. I apologize. So that person didn't exist. So in that not existing, you know, we uh, instead... We just had some shitty security guards. So we'd, you know, we, you could come and go from, from uh, the dorm rooms as much as you wanted. And we would. You just had to sign in and sign out. So we would do that all the time, right? Just sign in, sign out, come in, come in super late, have some fun, goof off, party away. But we'd get, the, we'd get our friends together and we'd come on campus late night after some bars or just running around, just being dumb kids. 
we would, uh, we, I would use the keys and we would break into the cafeteria. And the cafeteria was gross. Listen, the, the guy who ran food services for that college should have been fired a long time ago. I mean, he was, uh, he was like uh, the Siskel and Ebert guy who got cancer and lost uh, his, his tongue and his lower jaw and part of his throat. And then that guy wrote a cookbook. Let me tell you something right now. If you can't taste it, don't cook it. All right? Just don't. Now I get it. There was a guy on Chopped. He's allergic to peanut butter. He made a peanut butter mousse, and everyone loved his mousse. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. He got lucky. All right? He got super lucky. He's definitely allergic to peanuts, but I make a peanut butter mousse. Shut up. You know, I never measure, and everyone's got to tell me what it's like, because I can't just shut up. You know, you just, listen, if you're a shitty cook, or you're, you know, like, like this guy was, I mean, he, he ran stuff, he'd be like, fish on Tuesdays, and then people wouldn't eat the fish, right? And so they'd be like, okay, well, we're going to do a fish lasagna on Wednesday, and then people would eat the fish lasagna, and like, guess what? We're going to do fried fish lasagna on Thursday. And then on Friday, it was fried fish lasagna salad. I mean, they just reused stuff over and over and over again. The guy was fucking gross. He was a horrible human being. But I would go in there, you know, and I have, I have worked with some of the best chefs. I really have. I mean, I've been very blessed to work with guys who worked in France and, 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 and worked all over the U.S. And, and did amazing stuff. I got to work with them and have some fun. I was super, super blessed. So I got to learn some cool techniques and have some fun and learn how to cook a little bit. And I'd go in there and my boys would be hanging out in the back and we'd make chicken wings. I'd make pizza for people and we would do a homemade, you know, fresh breaded chicken tenders and steak. And, and maybe that's why we had fish all the time because we were breaking in fat boy style middle of the night and eating up all the good food. But it was delicious. It turned a fryer on. We'd get shit going. And it was fun. So we reminisced about that and what that was like to just, you know, there was a chapel, the Needham Chapel. And uh, we, uh, we changed out the CDs from gonging bells to hell's bells, ACDC. And that was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed that. We got to break into Needham Chapel and do that. Uh, we did a lot of stuff. We broke into a lot of, a lot of places and uh, really enjoyed ourselves. I mean, that is, and, but that's what it's about. You know, uh, you steal some keys. And after you steal those keys, and you, you get free reign of the campus. You get to run around and, and get into whatever you want. We, uh, we raced our cars once around the track. <laughs> Shout out to the Vegas fact checker. Uh, <laughs> listen, sometimes you got to see how fast you can go. Sometimes you just have to. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but you know, after two years, we all graduated. You know, two years, four years. Some people are smarter than others. Don't judge. Two years. Done. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. I had two years prior at a, at a very strict religious Bible college that got me kicked out. But that's a different story for a different day. That was like camp. We snuck out all the time. They had a curfew like 10 o'clock. We'd sneak out my window. We'd literally jump out my window, go run around, shoot water balloons into open, open uh, windows of, of the girls' derm dormitories get beer, sit in the woods and just drink, hang out and then sneak back in. So we're adults, sneak back in and then go to bed. It was the dumbest thing. I remember I got in trouble because I shaved my head bald. They thought I was going through a midlife crisis at 18. I wasn't going through a crisis. I was just looking for attention. That's all. Just trying to have some fun. Fucks are running around. Micromanaging, do you, you got your khakis on with your three pleats? I sure do. Well, good for you. And you got a collared shirt. You have to wear a collared shirt. 
button down or, uh, or polo shirt. Fuck, man. It's so gross. Let kids be kids. Let them investigate. Ask questions. Talk. Have a good time. That's what it's about. Bonnie Ray at the shit out of life. Let's give them something to talk about. That's what, that's what religion does. We're going to go, we're going to take a little hard left turn here, right? But that's where, whether you're at camp and you're learning something new or anything, else, or you're in a business, you have an option, right? You can advertise and just push something in someone's face. This is brought to you by, we did this because of, we're doing this because of, you know who brought you this? Da, da, da. Or you can, you can advertise, you can shove something in someone's face, you can force feed it down their throat human centipede style just throw those lips to that asshole open up buttercup here comes the poop train shit 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 you can do that or or here's another option and this option is also super fun you can start a conversation you can just have a nice conversation and then that leads them to ask well how did this come about you can take people on a journey that they can enjoy and participate in. That would be a conversation, two-way street. But here's the crazy part, right? In these conversations, questions are gonna pop up. Questions that you might not have answers to. Questions that you're not prepared to ask. Questions that may drive you fucking crazy. Or you can advertise, right? Or you can advertise. The fact that church isn't a Q&A, the fact that church doesn't go, hey, guess what? We're going to talk about Moses. And Moses did some really fun things. But as we talk about Moses, I want to make sure that we have a Q&A time for 15 minutes at the end of every sermon. So we're not going to get as, we're not going to do these deep dives or we're going to do deep dives, but then we're going to leave times for Q&As. And that's what we're going to do. And that would be fun. That's the answer. Because that allows you to really ask questions. That allows you to be engaged. You're like, well, that's why we have small groups. The church has created small groups for that. Yeah, but you know what? Some people don't have time for small groups. You know what I'm saying? Some people just do not have time for those small groups. So then, if you don't have time for the small groups, what do you do? Well, you can take the information home and then ask questions. And yeah, I guess you can email someone or jump on social media and go through that barnstorm. But honestly, folks, you got to... Here's the thing. It all comes down to this. Start a conversation. Just start one, right? Just start a fucking conversation. Don't promote an agenda and advertise. Start a conversation. Every company should be built on that. How, how does this company translate into starting a conversation? And if you're not doing that, then what are you doing wrong? Because you're doing something wrong. Woo! Watch your toes. Watch your toes, party people. Watch them. Because I am what they call dropping a little bit of knowledge. Just dropping a little bit of knowledge. Uh-oh, our camp counselor. He's got another young lady. I think her name was Dew or Dawn. Or she, was, she was the uh, young lady with the, the short shorts. If you do wear short shorts and air for short shorts, they were super tight short shorts. That was her. I, I'm horrible with names, especially new names, people that I don't understand or get. And then there's the, there's our cute farm girl. She's like, oh, I'm just from a small town and I just like fires and having my little hot cocoa. And this is just amazing. Can you say balls? I can't balls. And I have a feeling that she might have hypnotized him to be the killer because she's the one girl not getting the attention. Arguably, natural beauty, cutest girl. Just saying. That would be my 10 cents on it. If you know what I mean. All right, drink time. Hold on. 
Uh-huh. What do you do with that? What do you do with all that, kids? Nothing. I'll tell you, you do nothing. And why nothing? Because, man, what do you do with nothing? Nothing is what nothing does. Bam, 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 bam. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm just ranting into dead air, and then I look at the numbers and I go, I'm not ranting into dead air. You crazy some bitches. You guys listen. I, I am blown away by the people that listen. I'm blown away by the feedback that we get, the emails that we get, uh, all the interaction that we get. I'm absolutely blown away, especially in these solo podcasts where we just don't know where we're going to go or what's going to spark interest in my brain or, or what's going to happen, right? We just, we don't know. You just don't know where this is going to go. And the fact that you guys stay along for the journey, that the average listening time for this dumb podcast, it's not dumb, it's fun for me. Listen, this is super fun for me because I just get to pontificate and rap and, and, and do crazy stuff. And when Jason Dick and we've got my buddy Adam who wants to join, my buddy Moby's going to come in. We're going to go out to a Texas brewery and do some fun stuff. I mean, listen, the fact that you guys listen for, for a constant over hour, like for a solid hour and 15 minutes is the average listening time straight through without any stops on your devices is amazing. And I'm blown away by it. I am blown. You know, you know who gets these kind of listening times or who gets this, this, this stuff? I'll tell you who. Pornographers, with people with, uh, without, um, with, the, with, with satisfaction control issues. And, uh, oh, they found the mask. Hold on. Now, the fact that you guys hang on as I do these hard left turns is, <laughs> I love you guys for it. I love you all for it. The, 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 the years and the time, I've, I've said this before, I'll say it again, time's the one thing we don't get back, so the fact that I get to do this and enjoy this time, and more importantly, you guys enjoy this time with me, is it blows my mind. It really does, it's so much fun. Oh, this bitch is gonna put the mask on, I hope, is she gonna, oh, she's got the mask, uh, she's, oh, she's got those, she's got dark eyes, dark, dark, I mean, it's, it's dark out, flashlight's on her, but dark eyes, not good. Bad, dun, 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 dun. Put it down. Don't put it on. Don't want blood. You know, I am Groot. I am Groot. Groot. Oh, and then it's stuck to his head. It's possessed. The mask is possessed. There we go. Now we figured it out. It's not just a secondary look at human nature, but it's the mask. And he is now possessed by it. And he's seeing stuff a little differently. He's seeing lights in the forest. He's seeing the world differently through, that's right, my brothers and sisters, demon possession. The demon's inside of him. It's got a hold of his heart and his genitals. That's what demons do. Boom, shakalaka. So is he the killer? This would be a case for Bull. You guys watch Bull? I like Bull. It's a fun little show, right? He's a, he's a psychologist. She's like, hold on. I didn't mean to put that mask on you. And I didn't think you were going to grab that big, big machete with alligator bits on it. You know, the skulls and stuff. Let me, can I take that off you, please? I'm going to scream, blubber, and stabs him. There's our dead counselor, number one. There we go. Our, our dark-haired, sultry young lady is a dead counselor, number one. A lot of blood all over her. And the mask, I'm hurt, stuck to his face. Fantastic. See, now this movie is really getting into it. Books, comics, games, Rings of Saturn. What an awful name for a store. Awful name. Do you guys just think, you guys drive by places? How does your brain work? 
in the world that we live in, how does your brain work when you see shitty marketing or shitty advertising? Are you intrigued? Do you want to go in and be like, hey, I got a question for you. What the fuck is going on? Rings of Saturn. Stop your nonsense. Oh, we're going through the kills. Three, four, five. That's the freezer. Uh, we're going to go through those kills. But as we go through the kills, as they, as they rattle through the kills, are we at six? There's the, the guts hanging upside down. Uh, seven, eight. We got, we got the two stabbies. Ooh. We got nine and ten. Monty hasn't died yet. We haven't killed her. I haven't, we saw her dead body a little bit. We really, oh, there she is. There's nine. She's in the fort. She's got camo on, so it's hard to see her. <laughs> Dad joke. Suck it. All right, you didn't think of it. Next time you see someone in camo, just look at me like, I can't believe, I, I can only see your floating head. Or what happened to your legs? Or why is there a section of you gone? Or why is the top of your head gone? Or, oh, look, your fingerless gloves. It's just floating fingertips. Weird. No one's going to get it. It's okay. It's okay. Wonder if I could do this podcast in an Applebee's and get hammered. Jason Dick, buddy, we got to figure out how to do this in Applebee's. I mean, I'd buy the beers in Applebee's. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Tell you this, Power and Light Section IPA is apps. I got. I'm going to email Amy when this is done, and I'm going to tell her bananas how good this beer, how good this beer is. I love it. And if she wanted to. Let's say, give me a kegerator and then a keg inside of it that was this, that I could wheel around and plug into places. That would be super fun. I'm just saying, if anyone wanted to do that, if there's a beer company out there, you're like, man, how do I break the market? How do I do something different? Let me tell you experiences. We were, I was on the phone uh, with uh, my buddy Elijah May. Uh, shout out to Elijah, great guy, very nice. Uh, I told him drunk the uh, a couple weeks ago. I said, "Man, we do great things together. We are shitty at business together," which is absolutely true, absolutely true. There's so many things we do not see the same, and we do not do the same, which is okay. But man, I'll tell you what: you get our two brains together, you just let us have some fun, and there's not there's not a checkbook or a payment in between. Murder row, man, do we have fun. It is such an enjoyment uh, to to work with him and, and 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 see a smile on his face when things come together. It is it is absolute bliss, absolute bliss. So, yeah. Um, ooh, the stake pit is completed. That's fun. Hopefully, someone dies in that. That'd be neat. And they're they're covering it up like it's <laughs> like it's, all these palm trees just fell. These leaves just fell down here like this. We have one, two, we have quite a few. Some of those people are already dead. I'm so confused on where people are dying. Amani's back. Camo shorts, bright yellow top, super dirty. Not dirty as in <sighs> sultry dirty, dirty as in it's just, it's filthy dirty. All right, hold on. I got to finish this beer and then I'm going to open up another one. Hold on. So um, my friends, my neighbors, my people, I just grabbed one of those beers because I just didn't know how it was going to be. I mean, I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't know how good it was going to be or I'd have grabbed the whole six pack. We're switching up to uh, my friends at Sierra Nevada, the Hop Bullet Double IPA. This sounds interesting, right? Uh, let me see. We're looking at, what am I looking at here? Alcohol by volume, 8%. That's fantastic. Oh, that's a big burp. I apologize. And let's uh, let's open up this treat. Let's see what it's like. 
Now, I always try to drink local, but I will say in uh, in in not per se drinking local, um, it is uh, it's a it, I'm a big fan of then going back to the roots, right? So um, going back to the roots is is good for me, and I love it because it's it really takes a uh, uh, it just you know Sierra Nevada was a thing back in the day. So you know 25 years ago, and when, when Black Star was coming out, and there was Red Hook, and uh, Red Hook was absolutely amazing. It was so much fun to drink, and it was just so nice. So you had Red Hook, you had Sierra Nevada. Um, you had Widmere Hefeweizen. You had, you had a couple of microbrews, and Black Star was pretty local to, to Montana, but but you had them, right? You had this this stuff, this this great this great thing. Uh, it's it's good it's good to see us here in Nevada's evolved. You also had Stone, right, which was which was great. So you you had, you had all of this stuff that really the the palate evolved with it. And uh, I've always you know I mean. Sierra Nevada's family owned and operated, uh, which is, which is fantastic. So, you know, you just, you kind of, you, you, you take it all in and, and you got to love it quite a bit because it really is delicious. And, and I, and I love those guys at Sierra Nevada because I've watched them grow. I mean, everyone was hard to get Sierra Nevada and now it's easy to get. And everyone's like, what's the big deal? I'm like, well, there's a lot that's a big deal here. And there's a reason there's a lot for a big deal here. Um, you know, these things are, are really tasty. Uh, and I'm, I'm so glad you guys can just grab one whenever you want. And the brewery's growing and then the, the staff is growing and the marketing's growing and flavor profiles of, of what they're able to produce is growing. But seriously, folks, you got to, you know, you can't remember the struggles running out of Red Hook in Northwestern Montana, what that meant. Woo, man, that was tough. You didn't want to have that nonsense. You don't want to have that guilt on your conscience. What do you got going on here? Nothing, man. I got Red Hook. Red Hook was delicious. Talk about IBUs. Blow your nose nostrils out, man. This is back in the day when Budweiser was hoppy, right? When Lowenbrow was hoppy. Yeah, Lowenbrow. Oh, now see, here's the fun, here's the fun fact. Uh, when we first saw the, the, the guy, oh, Slitter 30, and we first saw the guy and the girl get killed, there was a pan back and it showed our lead counselor back there. And, it, and was, I remember I said, oh, he's not the killer. But now when they're replaying it again and we know that he put the mask on his face and killed our sultry brunette, now we know he is the killer and then it's seen in a different light and a different angle. And that's crucial. Let's try this Hop Bullet Double IPA 8% from our friends at Sierra Nevada. We're giving some shout outs today. Hold on. <clears throat> a, little, uh, a little sweet. Just a little sweet, not not too bad. Uh, a little sweet, but still very very good. Um, it's got that Sierra Nevada profile that you that you you've come to love. The double IPA is hard, right? Uh, it's got a little more kick than a regular IPA or a session IPA. Session IPA much smoother, and, and it should be. Uh, so you know you're comparing apples and oranges here, but the session IPA is uh, much smoother. But this this is drinkable, very drinkable. Hot bullet. Very, very drinkable. I love what you're doing. The other group that I don't have in the fridge right now that I'm really, really enjoying because this is turning into a beer podcast as we are wondering who's, who's, when, when is Amani getting killed and everyone else getting killed. One of the, uh, the other groups is the Voodoo Ranger. 
the that that whole line of beers is fantastic. The marketing's fantastic. The point of sale is fantastic. The artwork is fantastic. Everything about it is great, and the beer matches up. It really does. So locally here, right, you've, you've got a couple. You've got Independence, where the beer matches the artwork. In fact, the beer surpasses the artwork. I would say that. No offense to Amy and everyone else out there, but your um, your artwork, in my humble opinion, does not match the greatness of your beer, and that's okay. Your artwork is still there, and it, it, it entices me to buy beer all the time. The Native Texan can is one of the best cans in the world. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, and this, this new Power and Light Session IPA, that can pops off the shelf even in black. It really stands out in, in a land of silver and, and, and nothingness, right? So, and, uh-oh, the guy just jumped right over. Look at He's not falling for that pit bullshit. What's wrong with you, girl? You lost your damn mind. Uh, so, you know, you have some that uh, that maybe don't match. Uh, you know, the Texas Brewing Company, I'll tell you what, once again, I mean, those guys, uh, met at South by Southwest, great beer, fantastic beer. I'm going to get some of that, if you know what I'm saying. going to get some. It's going to be delicious. But uh, their, their beer is better. Whitestone, your beer is better than your packaging. It just is. All of you guys, your beer is better than your packaging. And I love you for your beer. Your beer is amazing. Uh, and I know artwork is expensive, especially here in Texas, because of all the shit you have to do to get change artwork and do everything. I get it, man. I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying your beer surpasses some of the stuff that you do. And I know, like for Whitestone, I know the team that designed your artwork. And uh, hey, listen, man, simple's better. It is. You know, now other people who have changed their recipes that are doing something a little different, like Austin Beer Works, good beer, not great, not like Independence Great, right? But good beer, good beer. Amazing artwork. So I, I, ask, I guess I ask all of you the question out there in, oh, you just threw Imani in the pit. I ask all of you the question, and I wonder where you think on this. Is Does quality overcome average art or good art, but not great art? Or does great art supplement what is, um, I don't know. Oh, he just cut that blonde girl's head off. She ran up to him. He swung. He spun. Her head went pop goes the weasel, and the weasel goes pop. Pop, pop goes the weasel, the weasel. That's right. And there was a little bit of a, you know, Polly Shore weasel in there. So you got ten dead, ten, 10 dead counselors. Say that 10 times fast. 10 dead counselors. Ted dead. Oh, what's wrong with me? Uh, no, so you got to ask yourself that question, right, folks? Where do you sit um, on art versus taste? On product packaging and marketing versus, or both? Like, where's the one? Uh, and Voodoo Ranger from New Belgium might be the closest. It might be the closest to being the one that uh, that has great taste and great point of sale, right? Fat Tire, I, they took that bike off of Fat Tire, got that bike made and put it out as point of sale. That, beautiful, great work, fantastic. Keep on keeping on party people. That is absolutely amazing. Hold on, drinky time. I'll tell you what, this double IP is delicious though. I'm not mad at it whatsoever. But no, so um, Rings of Saturn. God, that annoys me. I guess it brings us back to the movie, right? Rings of Saturn. Horrible name, horrible outside sign, busy store. 
So they must have great content inside. I mean, it's a movie. Obviously, they're filling it up with people so stuff can happen. But you must have some great content inside to make that great or it doesn't work, right? But in that great content, in that world, in that thing, if you will, what, um, you know, what do you do? Well, I mean, I, shit, I don't know. I would, I would say that you try to do both. Like you want to be great at it. You, you want people to, you want to be so good that people copy you, but you want to be so great that they can't, they're always a step behind. And that, that's, that's, the, I think that's the dream and the journey of, of all of this, right? Is that if you're a business or you're a, be, a business and whether that's beverage or, you know, um, a marketing company or anything else, you need your, your, your look and your taste and your experience all to match up and be great, right? So tasting rooms, do they look good? Are they amazing? My, my, my buddy Scott just told me about a great tasting room up by Maynard, which I got to go up and check out. Free arcade. It's going to take the daughter up. We're going to have a flight of beers. She's not going to have any. Fucking calm down. I'm going to have, you know, those little two ounce shots of beer. I'm going to try some, get some packaged up, bring them home. We're also going to play some video games, have some fun. It's up in Maynard. I don't know. It'll be a good time. You guys are out and about. Thank you for taking it out. Come on, check it out. Let's have some fun. But all of that said, you know, it, it, he said they just lined everything up. They got it perfect. There's another brewery right up. I won't throw anyone under the bus, but it was like, man, they were pretentious. You know, it was just, it was like, oh, well, you don't know about our seasonal styles. Da, 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 da. And he goes, it was just, it wasn't family friendly. And we had the kids with us. And like, oh, you got to go out there. And there's food over there if you want to try it. I, I want to try it. Asshole, I bought these. Is there food here? You know what? There is food here. And let me tell you, the steak tacos go dope with this beer that you just bought. Be engaging. It's all got to be full circle. I mean, I'll tell you, you know, we did Smoking the Bandit with Whitestone. And I will tell you this. I tell everybody this. They took me inside. They walked me around the brewery off mic. They, 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 when I went to the tasting, the test room where they're testing all these different beers. And we tried all this fun stuff. It was absolutely amazing. It was so much fun. So much fun. It was. When, when um, Amy came in and, and, uh, and, and did the podcast in, in Dirty Bills, I mean, she brought in different beers and, and Native Texan was one of them. And I, you know, I had had, I love Power and Light, right? I mean, I've, I've always been drinking Power and Light. She's like, here, try this, try this. It was, that's the engagement. That's, that's the owner engagement part. Her and her husband, and I haven't met her husband yet. Mom is just assume he's a great guy because she's a great lady and they got a great beer and they've, they've got a, they've done a great job uh, on almost everything across the board. They brought it full circle because she's still the energy. She's still that peace. She's still that singular person. She's still that touch. Maggie at Circle Brew. Circle Brew's beer is good. Their, 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 um, their can design and everything else, man, it's clean. It's nice. It's gorgeous. It really is. Their brewery is fun. It's open. They got, they got a food cart there. They got a whole bunch of stuff going on and a big parking lot. And they do a lot of fun events out there. But I'll tell you this much, like Maggie introduced me to the owners. They're super nice. They're so much fun. Maggie's a fun young lady. She's, she's very kind. That makes it. You, get, you can't forget the people, folks. You can't forget the people that make it all happen. You can't leave that alone. You can't ignore those key aspects. And, uh, and they have. Right. Some some businesses and people have. I think Sierra Nevada probably laid the groundwork in the beer industry for that. Budweiser always been too big. I mean, all the other beers really have been too big. And Red Hook was gobbled up too too early. Pyramid, I never knew uh, any of the stuff there. So uh, it could have been the same way. But let's, you know, if he throws this in the late. Oh, hold on. He's setting it down. 
Is he going to try to break it? Will it break his face? Now that it's been hold on. I know we're changing directions here, right? Ooh, we got Brad sneaking up behind him. Come on, Brad. Come on, Brad. Brad, get him. Hit him with that bat, Brad. But he's going to jump down and try to break this. I wonder if it's going to hurt his face. He's jumping down. We got, we got to figure this out. Is he going to break his nose? Uh, well, nothing happened. It didn't break. But his face hurts. His face hurts a ton. The thing will not break. It won't break. Oh, he knocked himself out. It's a part of him. The mask, this thing, is a part of him. What are, what's a part of you? How much of the mask that you wear is a part of you? We are all over the place. Apologize. This is just, it's so crazy, right? We got, you're looking at experiences and ideas and insights and things. And that's, you know, that's one aspect of it, right? Boom, boom, boom. And that's the marketing thing. And then there's the personal side of things. Of, of how, where do you live? Where do you, what, what mask do you have? What are you doing? What's going on? Where, where, where does all this fit? And then I'm drinking beers and we're talking about beer because it's just so delicious and good. And it's kind of a fun horror film. And once again, Allison, you're doing an amazing job because you're just talking on a phone. That's all you're doing. And I believe you're talking to him on the phone when really you're just talking to a phone. I don't necessarily agree with him and the things that he's doing when he's trying to fight this mask. I think that's kind of shitty acting. Brad, you got your bat. You got to move a little faster, son. You got to move a little bit faster, Brad. This is what I don't understand, right? You know, the, the slow walk. Come in. Swing. Ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da swing. That was loud, wasn't it? Apologize. Trey, my buddy Trey's probably like, he probably turns this down. And he's trying to hear stuff. And he's like, I can't hear Jason sometimes. I can't hear his voice. And then I say something super loud. He's like, damn it. Hey, Trey, this one's for you. Bam. That's right, Trey. Did that get you? Uh-oh. The mask is on. And boom. Cut his arms off. His arm, Brad's arms have been cut off. And dude, you already cut his fucking arms off. Why didn't you just stab him in the stomach? It's such a dick move. Such a dick move. Why are you doing that, man? Come on. What are we, 11 dead counselors now? And there's our there's our farm girl, our home girl. The uh, arguably the prettiest of them all because she's got her net. Not that people don't, uh, not all, all of them don't have natural beauty, but she has this natural beauty thing going on. Yeah. Did he find a cell phone? Son of a bitch. There's that cell phone. What is going on now? Ooh, cell phone's on. Who's she talking to? Did she get hung up on? I don't know. You know, the, the, the Allison girl, she was on uh, that, um, that uh, How I Met Your Mother show. Very funny, very funny young lady. Ooh, Amani is, is alive at this point. So the guy who got his arms cut off did counselors number 11, but Amani's alive, 10. 11, 10, hmm. Run, run, run. Drink, drink, drink. Run, run, run. Drink, drink, drink. This is how this all works out. We've got about 10 minutes left, I think, folks, in this film. Maybe, maybe 15. So hang on with me here, and let's figure out how this works out and what's going on. Un momento, por favor. Tell you what, you uh, crack open some beers or have some fun, and uh, you, um, I don't know. Oh, they're locking themselves in a place. Good for them. Uh, you crack open some beers, you have some fun. You forget to eat this morning. I haven't eaten yet today. It's 11.30 a.m. I got up at 5.18. 
I know it was 518 because I woke up to my dog throwing up. You want a, You want an alarm? You want a way to get up and get going in the world? Dog throwing up. Just hugga, hugga, hugga. They lock themselves in a place and they drop the keys outside. Not very smart. What you can do though, and, and the movement, that, oh, there's a shovel right there. Take his head off. So I guess Imani really didn't die. Good for her. Uh, I like her style. I guess she fell in the pit, but didn't land on the sticks the right way. Maybe just poked her head. There's the shovel. Now, ready? Take his head off. One, two, three, bam! There you go. Now lock him in. Lock him in. Good job, ladies. Now light that motherfucker on fire. No, don't just throw the keys. Light the building on fire. Have some, listen, that guy has killed 10 counselors. You got two strong ladies left. Bada boom, bada bing. Light it on fire. Light it. On, see, this is where you make mistakes. You let people live. He's going to figure out a way to break out. That's how it works. Sometimes you ladies in these movies, the way you're written, you're too nice. You're way too nice. They knock the mask off of him. He's back to being himself. He's like, look, it was, it was a demon mask. It was a demon mask. It wasn't even my mask. It was a demon mask. And Monty's like, listen, I don't deal with this bullshit. No. No demon mask. You, that's the real you. You're a real killer. You like to kill. You like to be soaked in blood and you like to cut people's arms off, stab them and kill them. You tried to kill me. You're a son of a bitch. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot to recap. But seriously, but so on all honesty, you light that motherfucking place on fire. If someone's killing people around you and you trap them in a room, the first thing you do is you pour gasoline and light that room on fire. Cook that motherfucker like a, like a tri-tip rump roast, rib, baby back of ribs, all in one, but instead of enjoying it at the end of three and a half, four hours, five hours, six hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, you burn it hot, you burn it fast, and you turn that motherfucker into charcoal. I know that doesn't make a good movie, but this is the best part about horror movies. If there's one great thing about horror movies, is the thing that you love is the thing that they don't do. She runs in high heels and falls. You're like, bitch, why are you wearing high heels? You, you literally put high heels on before you left the house instead of sneakers when you knew the guy behind you had a chainsaw, an ax, and a flamethrower in his backpack. And yet you decided to put high heels on. You wore your short skirt, no panties, don't understand that whole scenario, and a non-supportive bra, so your jiggly bits are just bouncing around. Fellas, you're running, you're looking back constantly instead of focusing on the target in front, which is where I need to run. As you look back, boom, you trip at every fucking guy, no matter where. When you run through the forest or downstairs, when you're looking back, you break your leg or your ankle or you blow out your knee. It happens every fucking time. And everyone does the same thing that I'm doing right now. You yell and you go, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Why, 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 why? Because if they wrote the horror movie the way that we yell at the screen and the emotion that it brings out, the horror movie would fucking suck. Because now it's done, right? They lit it on fire. <clears throat> He's dead. These girls right off into the sunset. Hopefully they get married. They have, they have a fantastic relationship. Adopt or uh, artificially inseminate a couple of kids, one each. I would... I question, because I, I have some friends that are, 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 uh, are, are lesbian, and I wonder, why does only one of you get pregnant? Why don't both of you get pregnant? Just, you know, like, all right, I got pregnant this time. You get pregnant next time. How fun would that be? That would be kind of crazy, right? He's like, okay, now I know what you went through. Now I understand. Or one of you, like, just like dealing with kids, right? One of you just smokes right through. You're like, this is the easiest thing in the world. I don't know why you're complaining. <laughs> why did you complain about this? This is so dumb. 
You're like, what do you mean it's dumb? This is hard. I'm expanding. There's someone eating my insides. It's like, well, I didn't have that same experience. This was super awesome. That's, when I, that's where I'm getting at, folks. It's all about experience and, and trading sides and understanding. But when it comes to horror films, when it comes to this, this crazy fucking nonsense, you really do have to ask yourself, you know, why, why do we, they, they write it this way because we yell at the screen this way, because we get excited this way. You got a guy covered in blood, you got two beautiful women, and he's trying to talk them into letting them out. But there's also a, a demon-possessed mask that wants to jump on his face so he can kill both of them. There's 10 dead counselors. What do you do? What do you do when the sheriff comes for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what do you do? In this case, bad boy, right? We want him dead. At the same time, we want him alive because we want to figure out where the wine the road is. What happened? Where did this go? Why in all of this? Look at him. Look at the mask. And there's the mask and there's the knife. It's right there. And he's, he's getting the thing. It's calling him. He's like, hey, hey, Paula. I want to marry you. And it's just calling for him. It's like, come on, man. Let me jump on your face real quick. Let's murder some people. This is going to be so much fun. Come on, please, please, pretty please. And there's a mask calling him. And then he's also trying to talk to his friend going, listen, I'm not a bad guy. It's the mask. You just, you know, the mask is calling, come on, let's murder some bitches. Let's have some fun. Just stab them. They're so close. They're so close. You can just knife them. And Monty's like, what? This guy doesn't seem normal at all. Allison's like, he's my friend. He's been my friend. It's just, it's the demon mask. And then the super awesome knife that's made out of alligator skull. Wow. Woo. I don't know, kids. What do you do? I'm going to take a drink. That's what I'm going to do. You should be, if you're, if, I mean, listen, this is a nice, light, heavy conversation. Me talking to you, two beer movie. And that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Two beer movies are good. Hold on. With the dick man and I, right? It's like a 10 beer movie sometimes. And then shots. And what happened? They didn't burn the place down. He kicked the sidewalls out. And now he's chasing these ladies. Good news is, Amani's in camo. Part of her. So at least she won't get her legs cut off. The bright yellow top. That's a problem. That's a big problem. You know what I mean? Big, big problems. And why aren't they still running? Oh, shit. What the fuck? Why are they attacking each other now? These two ladies are having a fight for their lives. And Amani's got like a, a machete uh, manufactured to a, to a canoe oar. Wow. Okay, I don't know. I'm just so confused. But these are, this is why you get confused, right? You get confused because you watch this on mute. And this is the beauty. This is how you know it's a fun, engaging movie. Now imagine with the sound and all the things you could be talking about and doing that's the beauty of the program. This is why we do talking during movies. If it's good enough to talk over, if it makes you stop in mid-thought and conversation and want to jump in and chat about something, if that's what's going on, then you know it's good. It's good, good, good. It's good enough for government. It's good enough for those tax dollars. It's fantastic. It's good enough for you. It's good enough to watch with the sound on. It's good enough to watch with friends. Um, I would recommend that you put a drinking game around this one, especially on the Dead Counselors. One, before you start the movie, uh, you want to, you pull up IMDB and you pull up all the camp counselors and you, and you put bets on who's going to get killed first, second, third, and you go all the way through. I think there's 12 of them. So you want to go one through 12 and see who's going to get killed, right? You want to, uh, you want to also place some bets on if anyone's going to be seen naked. 
And then without, oh, she just hit her with a shovel. She's like, listen, bitch. And then, oh, shit, just killed her. Is she trying to now become the lover to the crazy masks face guy? There's now 11 dead. Amani is dead, our sweet home Alabama girl, queen of natural beauty with the denim top, just crushed Amani's head. Damn. What is not going on in this movie? Woo! This is the Ric Flair woo. Give it a Ric Flair woo! Because let me tell you, this is amazing. Folks, you got to watch this again with the sound on. This is good stuff right here. Good, clean living. And now, after she's killed her, as she found her, her lover, her Groot, Friday the 13th mask lover, or is she going to try to kill him? Because she's got that shovel in her hand, and she looks like she's going to swing, bada, 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 swing. Ooh, man. This is good stuff, folks. Seriously, Chuck, Allison, all the fun stuff. We got to get it going on. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. I'm going to have to watch this. I've never watched this movie before. I'm going to have to watch it again with the sound on. You know, it's funny that the evolution this has taken, right? I used to watch movies three or four times. I'd watch them three or four times. I'd take notes, be really diligent about it. And, and there was fun parts to that. But it really, it took away some of the natural ability and uh, of just conversation and wanting to get excited about certain things. And one of the things that, uh, you know, that, that, that changed this a little bit and really got me off of, of what was going on was uh, when I talked to Jesse Mae Pelusa and we just picked a movie on the fly and we did Dawn of the Dead. And it was, it was so much fun because we just, we riffed. And there's a beauty about riffing through a movie. There's a, there's a, there's a fun part where you just, you, you get to have a nice, you're not only having a conversation, you're bringing up weird facts, showing fun. I mean, what have we talked about, dude? We talked about beer. We've talked about church camp. We've talked about religion. We've talked about indoctrination. We've talked about asking questions. We've talked about the masks people wear to try to fit into society or fit into their group of friends so they're not challenged. We have talked about all of these things. And in all of this, what do we get out of it? I mean, honestly, he's using a, that huge knife to try to get this mask off. Bro, just, you know what? I mean, I'm never, I'm never for it, but... Huh, you're going to have to get the chainsaw and saw that thing off, man. you got to pull that mask off. It's not good for it to be on your face. Remember that movie, the Jim Carrey movie, The Mask? Yeah, put that on the dead girl. Put that mask on the dead girl. Put it on her. And hopefully she comes back to life. Amani, I want you to come back to life as a psycho killer. But because that would be then, um, uh, yeah, I think you're the killer uh, part two, which would be hilarious. But too, I mean, you gotta, you gotta go through all these tangents, right? You gotta have all this fun. You gotta run down this road. The movie pauses and catches you doing things. Now, Jesse May and I both had watched that movie before, which was great. But um, even movies you've never watched before, like The Three Human Centipedes, the discomfort, the understand, the things that catch your attention as you're talking. And I'm keeping my, my computer running. We got the soundboard going, I'm drinking, and we got a movie going on. All of these things happening make for fun. They make for enjoyment. They make for what is or what should be or what could be the future of what's... I mean, it's, just, it's, it's so much fun. And then you get these tangents. You get these pops. You get this circumstance. You get all of this goodness that just makes... It's, it's, it's amazing. 
It's so much fun. So what I guess I'd be around about, right? I, I went from watching a movie five times and, and coding it and timing it and I had journals for it. I'm going to save these journals forever and ever. Amen. But you, you go from that part of it to this part, the live riffing. So I guess my question to you is, and send the emails, talking during movies podcast at gmail.com or talking during movies at talking during movies on Instagram or at talk during movies um, or at talk during movie. I forget which one. Uh, uh, Twitter. Those are the three ways to get a hold of us. Of course, SoundCloud, you know, uh, Dad's Podcast reached out to us that way. Uh, you know, you can always find us on SoundCloud, um, talking during movies, and then just reach out and have fun, you know, um, and, and let us know. I like this part. I like the, the um, this is like what it's like if you're going to sit down in a bar and, and have a drink and a conversation, have some fun. I mean, this is, this is the beauty of the program, right? Uh, and, I, and, I, and I believe this is the more natural evolution of what we do here uh, is what you do with your friends. Like there's not a script set up with your friends. And so we, not that I had a script ever, but I had guide points. Uh, I was new, I was nervous, right? I mean, my first one was with, was with my buddy, uh, Dave Holly, man, David, he's just, he's the best. And we did Fletch, it was the first one. Over, uh, it was a year ago, over a year ago, we did the first one with Mr. David Holly. it was so much fun. So, yeah, we're going to keep doing this, kids. You guys are amazing. Listeners are amazing. Let's get back. Let's jump back in this movie. So now we're at the standout. Our, uh, our farmhouse girl, our, our, our natural beauty queen, the young lady that, that killed Imani. Yeah. She's got a shovel, and he's got the mask on. And, I mean, what do you do? She's a murderer. He's a murderer. I mean... I think the one thing you do is you go make sweet love. You just go make love at the at the at the um, the stump of the tree where you found the mask, and you ins you you create a baby. You create a perfect murdering baby that comes out with that mask glued on its face. That's what I think you do. I think that's the jam. I think that's the way that you do things. Oh, there's our dead brunette. That's not instilling confidence in her, I can tell you that much. She's like, no, she put the mask on my face and we didn't uh, have the sexy time I thought we were gonna have and instead I killed her. As a lady, are you more excited in the fact that he didn't sleep with the girl that he left you to go sleep with and instead killed her? Or are you more traumatized in the fact that he um, got a demon mask put on his face and killed her instead of making the sweet gentle love to her that you assumed would be the best three or four minutes of either one of their lives? It's a good question. What's the point of that? Well, I take a drink. I mean, all of these things, the backpack, the, the blade of energy, the mask, all of it. And you let it go. I don't know why she killed Amani though. That's just so crazy. Yeah, get away from all that shit. Get away from it all. She's just like, well, oh, what are they? Oh, what are we gonna dig up? We're gonna dig something up. I'm so excited. Don't turn your back on him. Do not turn your. Why are you turning your back on him? Like he should be in front of you on the other side of that stump. So there's something he has to get around. This dummy, she is just. She's got her back turned to him. Like he's gonna. He could walk up behind, he could slip that mask off and walk up behind her at any fucking moment in time and just stab her. He could just stab her. Who, and, and what's going on instead? 
Instead, she's like, no, you know what the best place for me is? Stand behind me. Because you know what I don't? I'm not an owl. I can't just spin my head around. And uh, and I can't see you. You like this, man? We, we've gone so many places. And we're back into the movie. This movie's good. Oh, she's going to take the mask out and bury it. Huh. I hope she slides the mask on and kills him. This is my dream. Please slide the mask on. Just slide it on. Put it on your face, hometown beauty queen. Put it on your face. No. Damn it. I really want, um, I think you're the killer. Uh, I, I really want this to be a, a whole thing. Oh, yeah, there you go. Touch that mask. You got the mask? <gasps> yes. Put the mask on. Put the mask on. I'm Groot. I am Groot. Put that mask on. It's not going to do wonders for your complexion. I'm not going to lie. It is not going to do nice things for your complexion. However, I'm enjoying this movie so much, I would like to see a sequel. So, uh, could you please put the mask on? What if I said pretty please? What if I said pretty please with sugar blossoms on top? Yes, go, go, go. Put the mask on, put the mask on. Gotta put the mask on, gotta put the mask on. Please put the mask on, put the mask on. Gotta put the mask on, put the mask, mask on. Put the mask on, mask on, on mask on. Come on. Oh, she's standing up, turn around. And you're dead, bro. Bro, you're dead. Bananas. That's what I'm talking about. Woo-hoo. Let's give them something to talk about. Bonnie Ray at this moment. How's she going to kill him? How is she going to fucking kill him? Does not make her look prettier. Sometimes a mask will make you look beautiful. Sometimes a mask will bring out the ugly side of you. This mask brought out the ugly side of her. Now, sir, you have to ask yourself the question. And you're dead. Stabbed in the stomach. Does that really kill people? You see deaths with shots to the stomach and shot through the heart and you're too late. And uh, you gave love a, um, a bad name. Bad name. I played the part and you played your game. Dead counselors. Twelve. Living counselors. Uno momento, por favor. One. One living counselor. And she's got the mask on. And now she's going to go on a murdering spree. This is what I'm talking about. People. Yes. Welcome to Amazingville. Ooh, the mask is off now. Just threw it off. She's going to walk away. She's not addicted to this mask. Is this not the crack cocaine to her killing? What if it's not? Only you. Oh, she's calling Allison. She's like, hey, girl. I killed that motherfucker. I put the mask on. Guess what? Rings of Saturn. You got rings of disappointment. You got rings of failure. I have rings of success. I've killed two people. Yes, he killed 10. But I killed two. Two people. 12 dead counselors. 12 dead in the land of 12 dead counselors. Oh, picks up the backpack. Here we go. I know this is coming out late today, right? I had to, I had to record this this morning. Uh, but, dude, I love you guys. This is the jam. Pick up the mask. Don't forget the mask. Yes! This is so exciting. 
Voicemail. Leave that voicemail. Because that motherfucker is dead. Everyone's dead except for our farm girl in the middle of nowhere. All natural beauty. You should have stayed and made out with her. If you would have stayed with her instead of followed that crazy brunette bitch back and you know that girl's got chlamydia, instead of following the chlamydia girl that you thought was easy, instead of taking the easy way out, sir, if you would have taken the, 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 the strong way out, guess what? You'd be alive. You'd have a relationship with a woman that doesn't mind putting a mask on and killing people for fun because deep down inside, she's a true murderer. She, she's the only one in this film, the only counselor in this film market that killed without the mask they just killed for for, for the shits and grins of kills dun, dun, dun. two years later two years later rings of saturn there we go is allison still here does she have a does she have a flip phone now like what's going on rings of saturn i hope she shows up there's she, oh she's still got the choker you ladies don't let go of that choker do you nope and she's like, rings of Saturn, how may I help you? I've still got the same shitty phone. Dead, undead counselors. One. What? What? And that's the end. People, I love you. I love the, the fact that you spend your time with me. Thank you so much. Be good. Have a great week. Uh, yeah, we're looking forward to some good stuff coming up. Frank. Fran Kranz, you did a great job. Allison Hannigan, Academy Award. Brittany S. Hall and Jenna Harvey. Jenna Harvey's our, our, our end killer. Brittany S. Hall is our end. Imana, all of you guys, you did great. But most importantly, you guys, can't do it without you. Love doing it for you. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk next Tuesday. Peace.